Seven Run. Thank you so much for being here with us today virtually and want to remind you that we are also gathering at 11 on Sunday mornings. We fully understand that it simply isn't the safer thing for many of you to do to be with us in person. So, so be with us in person online and let us know that you're here and engage with us throughout the service. We love you, we value you, and, um, and we just want you to know that we're going to get through this. Um, God has some amazing things in the, the days to come. Today, we are getting ready to wrap up our series before we begin our, our Christmas journey, which is going to finish with Light the Night on Christmas Eve. It is going to be epic, and you're going to want to be here. It's going to be an outside experience, so it'll be safer for many of you to come, and it's going to be an epic celebration of, of the, the birth of Christ. Today, we're wrapping up the second part of our series about life-changing salvation becoming world-changing service. And we're going to talk today about the world-changing service part. I want to remind you that in 2021, our whole goal is going to be living this call of God to serve in such a way that it reveals the salvation of of love's work on the cross in Christ. And and we're going to do everything that we possibly can to lead 150 new disciples into the beginning of, of baptism and their salvation journey that results in in their own their own service. So let me just say this today very simply, saved people serve people. And I want to tie today in with the series that we began in the fall because it's all it's all part of the call of God. You see the call of God is on your life. You are not forgotten. You are not on the sidelines. You're not plan B. You're not second string. You are the plan of God. And God's call is that life-changing salvation would become world-changing service through a very personal faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, It's Trying to describe this has been such a challenge and to to allow it to be fresh in our hearts, this salvation experience that is so much more dynamic than than some transactional exchange of of some purchase or or life insurance. This, This is new birth that results in a daily experience of awe and wonder as the growing child of God. You see, people who let God love them, let God love through them. And I want you to allow your salvation to become so much more alive and real and three-dimensional and real world and, and messy and engaged in, in you know, the people of your path and, and the, the pain of your, your, your day. I, I want your salvation to, to grow up in the real world soil in which God has planted you. To put another way, people who let themselves be loved Let themselves become love. You'll find your peace in this world, honestly, when you find your place. When you find your place in serving, not when you get more of this world and and follow its lies and its illusions, not when when things become easier, circumstances, uh, nicer, more to your liking, none of that. You'll never find your peace in this world. You will never find your peace anywhere in this world. 
but you will find your peace and your purpose. If you care about Jesus, then you care about people. If you love Jesus actively, then you're going to love people actively. If Jesus has served you in salvation, you're going to serve other people towards their salvation. And on the last night of his life, as as all of eternity's plan for humanity came to fruition on the cross, on the last night after a lifetime of of planning and, and purpose and love and service, Jesus kind of summed it all up in this one night at the Last Supper, a final meal with the Twelve. And in these, these final hours of his life, Jesus summed up the meaning and the purpose of our lives on earth. Why did he leave us? I know there's been times in my life where I've actually resented the absence of God, the perceived absence of God and the hardness of God. And and why do I have to live east of Eden and outside of heaven? And why can't things be better? And why do I have to hurt? And, And on and on I go, why Jesus did you leave me? Well, the reality is he didn't. And he said in Matthew chapter 28, that I will be with you to the end of the age. But, but if you want to be technical and, and say, well, I guess, you know, he left physically. Jesus, why, why did you leave me here? He left me to be his love. And what this salvation means is that you and I stop searching to be loved on earth. We have found our love in Christ, in the love of God, endless as it is, and in our willingness to receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, we have found our love. So we don't have to search to be loved and search for the approval of other people anymore. We have found our love, and in being found in love, we find ourselves loving, and we find ourselves giving love. And Jesus left heaven to be love on earth. And the simple truth is he left us to be love on earth in the exact same way. It's hard and it's painful, just like it was for him, but we are never alone and we never will be. And that's where our faith really kicks in. You see, if you're wondering what your purpose is on earth, You're here to be the love of God. And and in Christ, you're perfect for his purpose. I mean, you really are perfect for God's divine purposes on earth. You may not feel that way. And in this broken world, you may have never received that message. In fact, in this broken world, you may have received 10,000 messages saying the exact opposite, pointing out how flawed you are and and how imperfect you are and what you lack and what you don't have and, and how you're not this and how you'll never be that. But in Christ, in in the world, there will always be a dying down and, and a leaking out. But in Christ, there will always be a coming to life and a filling up. In Christ, there will be a healing and a redemption. In Christ, you are perfect for God's purpose on earth. So step up and serve. In John 20, 21, The scripture says this, again, Jesus said, peace be with you. (sighs) That elusive happiness that you're chasing, you know, it's it's a lot more fun when you see the puppy chasing his tail, but when you see a human being 
sadly chasing their own happiness in self-serving. It is, it's just sad. But this peace that, that you're looking for, it's in Christ. And Jesus said, peace be with you. That's what I bring to you. I bring to you this kind of wholeness, this kind of coming together of life, this kind of understanding of yourself and of the meaning of life that enables you to to rejoice and to stay in contact with me in prayer continually, never turning away. It allows you to live this life peacefully, giving thanks for everything because you know I'm there and you know I'm at work and you just know that I'm infinitely good in, in my saving. Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, in the exact same way, with the same passion and purpose, with the same impact and effect, with the same significance, with the same audience in heaven, with the same outcome uh, in, in the after judgment of, 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 of heaven's uh, reveal, with the same significance, all eyes on Jesus, all eyes now on you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. In John chapter 13, Jesus, of course, tells best this whole story that I'm trying to tell you of our call to serve. And the scripture says, if I can just read uh, John chapter 13 and would encourage you to go back and read it and reflect it and remind you that, that Sunday is never about Sunday. Sunday is never about box checking Sunday is never about, um, it's never about this single moment. It's, it's about allowing God to fill in this moment and overflow in the, the, the days to come. It's about Sunday flowing into Monday. It's not about simply learning in your head religious truths. It's, it's about a walk with Jesus that you live and do on Monday and Tuesday when, when it's hard. So read this passage for yourself. In fact, read scripture for yourself. I promise you, you will be stunned every day in your quiet time when you open the holy word of God and just let God whisper to you. It was just before the Passover festival, John 13 says. And Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father. And having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. It brings tears to my eyes. He loved them to the end. There are so many meanings in that. The truth of the cross, the, the, the application and overflow to the end of, of our lives, to the, to the end of our strength. Jesus loves us to the end. The evening meal was in progress and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. And Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. His identity was set as the beloved of God. When you know who you are, when you know what your purpose is, all the small takes on new significance. So, John 13, 4, he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. And after that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. This is one of the most amazing revelations in in all of Scripture. 
And you see, the truth is that life-changing salvation always, always becomes world-changing service. What Jesus did was never done by a rabbi. This was, quote, beneath a man of his stature and of his dignity. And I want to remind you that, that people walked around in sandals on, on dirty roads without any sanitation whatsoever. People threw their filth out into the street and nobody ever cleaned it. You know, nobody ever did anything. And, 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 and having walked uh, through this broken world and through all of, of the muck and the dust of, of life on earth, these, these men came in with feet matching their hearts and Jesus served them. He he loved them in an activist way, and he humbled himself. He took off his clothing, which is, again, a, a, a bit of a humiliation. Only a servant would do this. And he knelt down, and he washed their feet one by one. Life-changing salvation, I mean, when it really gets you, when you really let Jesus in, when you truly accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, when you depend only on His grace for your salvation, not what you do, not what you earn, you, you let yourself be born again in love, and then you spend the rest of your life growing in love, in awe and wonder. When you do that, it automatically overflows into world-changing service. World-changing service, and some of you are going to say well, that's exaggeration, or you're going to misinterpret and think it means that you're going to be some kind of a Christian rock star or, or um, you know, YouTube sensation, or that it, people are going to know your name. Well, people do know your know your name. The Father does, the Son does, and the Spirit does. But this isn't about celebrity on earth, and world-changing service isn't about exaggeration. It's about the big in the small. It's, it's because all of the big is just a lot of the small. I, I want to remind you that, that your life is probably a big deal to you. You know, I, I, I know that it's at least a big deal to your mama. And, and your life, being the big deal it is, it is, is is made up of, of the small. That's the way life works. All of the big is just a lot of the small. Your life is made up of, of, of about 37.2 trillion cells. One trillion is a million million. Or, for those of you mathematically inclined in other ways, it is a thousand billion. Now, let me, let me remind you how thin a dollar bill is. Um, and, and let's start to try to understand how much of the small is in your life making up the bigness of your life. So, I mean, a, a dollar bill is incredibly thin. But let's just say we took a stack of $100 bills, okay? And, and we were going to stack a trillion dollars in $100 bills. Do you know how big that is? small, little, uh, thin side of, of a dollar bill would be 631 miles high. A trillion dollars in $100 bills is 631 miles high. We're, we're talking up into t to outer space. 37 trillion is 23,347 uh, miles of 
you know, $100 bills stacked. And so if you took a dollar bill and you turned it up on its side and you put another one with it and another one and another one and another one in your front yard and you kept on it until you got as many cells as are in your body, you would essentially circle the earth. Jesus redefined greatness with a towel and a cross. Two small things in the world have become the biggest things in the world with eternal echoes and an unending impact. And your service, your small acts of love and grace and kindness, they are world changing because every life is a world to that person. And when you serve, it is changing a world, that person's world. And it is, it is the transformation of the power of God that, that takes the smallest word, the, the, the smallest kindness, the, 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 the smallest act of service and supernaturally empowers it to do the work of eternity, to accomplish the goal of heaven and to bring the redemption and salvation of God into the view of another life. John 13, 12 says, when he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He said, you call me teacher and Lord and rightly so, because that is who I am. But now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, I have served you so well, you should also wash one another's feet. And I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. And now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Why is there so little blessing in the church of the living God these days? Because there's a lot of knowing and very little doing. And the truth is that life-changing salvation always overflows into world-changing service. You may wonder why you're here. You may think your life is insignificant, that it, it has no real purpose, that, that you're a failure, that, that it's too late to start again. You may have all kinds of, of thoughts in your world in this COVID season that, that question your, your place in this world. But you're here we are here to be the love of God. In Christ, you're perfect for his purpose. So step up and serve. And if you think that you have nothing to offer, I, I, I got to say this. If you think that, that there's no way in the world that, that your love is going to make any real difference in this world, that, that you're too flawed or too less than or not enough or whatever, if you don't believe that in Christ, in the beauty and the power of his redeeming salvation, in, in the work of the blood that he shed on earth that, that produced for us this, this birth into the family of God, indwelt by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the very heartbeat of Jesus Christ, if you don't believe you're perfect for his purpose, then the reality is you believe God is bad and makes mistakes. Just own it. Say your stupid stuff out loud so that you can hear it and, and challenge it. Because in Christ, you are perfect for his purpose. 1 Corinthians 12, 17 says, If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? 
And if the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of, of, um, of uh, uh, I got it backwards. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of, of seeing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of hearing be? And verse 18 is the key. But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, you, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. All of your being, your looks, your abilities, your intellect, your your heart, your passion, everything that you can do, the way you think, the way you talk, your voice, all of it is the work of God. Arranging everything just the way he wanted so that you could be his love, just the way he wants with just the people he wants you to be with. Be loved in the salvation of Jesus Christ. And be love revealing salvation to all the other daughters and sons Jesus died to save. In Christ, you are perfect for his purpose. Step up. Take up your towel. And serve in a way that God will use in the rest of this 2020 journey and on into the new birth of 2021. Step up and serve in a way that will change the world.